It's gonna get better I'm forgetting how it used to be Smooth Weathersby from the original KOVLradio.com and the heart and soul of St. Louis Mix 995. Get out your phone and follow Testimony Tuesday Radio on Facebook and Instagram. You need to check out the previous episodes. All you got to do is log on to www.unheardmedia.biz. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. Well, I said we, but TB2 is not here yet. This is uh, JPCEO. With another episode of Testimony Tuesday, you you guys know how we get down. We give you praise, we give you worship, we give you info, we give you advice, we tell you about events, we tell you about fantastic people. Speaking of fantastic people, we actually have a, a guest with us today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we'll get all up in our business in a minute. Hi, I'm Michelle. <laughs> um, I am with Organics Nail and Beauty Bar, and um, I think we'll talk a little bit about uh, my services and uh, my vegan nail polish line called Demi Blue here in a sec. Absolutely. And we're going to talk actually into, uh, you have an interesting story, an interesting thing that happened to you that kind of pushed, <laughs> that pushed you into uh full-time entrepreneurship and uh I like to call those God nudges but yes. when I tell you that she took that God nudge and went from oh okay I'm I I, I do this to oh yeah I'm doing this for real like now I see her everywhere <laughs> I mean that brand is everywhere so talk a little bit about like don't go into the 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 God nudge yet, but talk about tell us the backstory about how you even started. What made you think that you you know you knew it was a need, it was a problem. So kind of tell us the backstory to that. Yeah. Um, so what a lot of people don't know is that I spent over eleven years in healthcare. Um, I was a uh, advocate for. Um, you know, just healthy lifestyles, things like that. And um, my mom actually is a breast cancer survivor. Um, my mother was diagnosed six years ago with um, stage three breast cancer. And um, she underwent her surgery. She had radiation treatments. And they sent her home with a list of things that uh, she needed to be mindful of as she started to um, transition back into, you know, a, a healthy, um, normal lifestyle. And my mom is one of those very flamboyant women. She loves the lashes and the nails. And she actually, you know, was one to grow her nails, you know, seven, eight inches and have oh, all wow. of the nail art and, you know, the makeup and the wigs and to see um, cancer and radiation impact my mom in such a way that it 
um, affected her self, self-esteem and self-confidence because she wasn't able to be that flamboyant woman. Um, I knew that I had to do something with my background and with the connections that I had in healthcare. So um, we went over that list of the things that she couldn't use. And we noticed that a lot of those chemicals were were toxic and they were found in our conventional nail polishes. They're found in our makeups. They're found in our cosmetic products. And so I uh, made some calls to some friends in the healthcare community that I still had uh, partnerships with. And we just sat down and said, look, there's something that needs to happen. There's chemicals and toxins that we're using. And we know that they're well-known carcinogens, but they're in our products. So what can we do? And so that's how we developed the product. And that's when I decided to change the environment that women are in when they're getting manicures to a healthier, more holistic, safer environment for them to receive those manicures and use healthier products. That's incredible. So so how does your mom feel about the product line and, and knowing that she's she's the real reason that you decided to move forward with it. Absolutely. She's ecstatic. <laughs> she um, she is my number one customer, of course. She's always getting her manicures now. <laughs> She's always propping her feet up for a pedicure um, because she, she feels that... Um, you know, she's able to use a healthier product and kind of regain that flamboyant woman that she used to be. Fantastic. <laughs> so now let's let's talk a little bit about the God nudge that I mentioned mm-hmm. uh, before. And what, I just want you to, like, tell them the overview of that. And then we're going to dig into, like, the moments, the, the you know, the craziness that comes behind uh, those God nudges. So are we speaking about the transition from corporate America? Yes. To entrepreneurship? Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, like I mentioned, originally I spent over 11 years in healthcare, and then I decided to um, really make an impact in the community and transition into education. So I left Washington University School of Medicine, where I was there 11 years, and I transitioned into um, proprietary education. Um, I worked for, you want me to name the company I worked for? Yes. <laughs> so, I worked, yes. so I worked for Vatterock College. Um, I was there for six years working to empower students to chase their, you know, um, their business dreams, their educational desires, all of that good, fun stuff. Uh, Six years, and then one day um, walked into the office and was given less than an hour to pack my things and vacate. Um, And so that basically catapulted the entrepreneurship journey (laughs) a lot faster than what I expected, but it was definitely the push I needed um, to really give this 100% of my time and my effort because you work 60 hours a week for someone else and you don't give that energy into your passion and to your dream and to what you're supposed to be doing. And so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it happened that way for me. I'm upset that it happened to the students 
I'm upset that it put over 5,000 people out of work across the Midwest. Um, I'm upset that students who really wanted an opportunity to advance their careers and who didn't really have a lot of options um, were put in that situation. So um, I I hate that that happened, but I'm thankful um, that it was the push I needed. So that's that's how I actually met Michelle is through um I think I was part of a speaker series yeah for uh some of the students and uh we were actually working on getting some programming going you know some some really good programming mm-hmm. and then a month later it's all over the news yeah and I was just I was I was in disbelief. The fact that companies can do that mm-hmm. is is amazing to me and that to me that's criminal. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they held to something? You know, uh so you know the students, the staff, everyone. Mm-hmm. How how do you even respond to that? Don't answer that cuz you're going to answer that in the next segment, but how do you respond to being told you have 45 minutes to gather up the last six years mm-hmm. of your of your life and move on and we don't have anything else for you? Like we don't have that's that's all we got. You know, just here's a little box and go. That's crazy. So we're going to dig into how you felt all of those emotions uh, in the next segment right now, though. We're going to let DJ Radar get into this house mix. He did a gospel house mix. Make sure to check out Testimony Tuesday Radio on the Spotify at Anchor App. It's DJ Radar, a.k.a. the chosen one, in the mix. In the mix on Testimony Tuesday Radio, 92.9 FM. Everybody, it's your girl Kiki Wyatt, and you are tuned in to Testimony Tuesdays Radio. So, uh, guess who decided to uh, join the party? Listen, um, first of all, shout out to all our Testimony Tuesday Radio followers. Um, yes, your boy TB2. I listen. I was not late per se. <laughs> <sighs> I was just late, but um, listen. 
Listen, you know, you never know with Testimony Tuesday Radio because, you know, sometimes you'll get JP, sometimes you get, well, so far every time you didn't got JP, it's, schedules happen. But while JP be trying to talk about folks, don't act like she won't. Listen, we done did shows and she just got landed. Yes. Like, literally. for real, literally. She just landed and, and I'm just get like, I, this is how this whole thing went down. It's, you don't never know with us. We make it our business to get to this station and do this. And shout out to 92.9 FM, your community radio station here in Shrewsbury, Webster Groves, Rock Hill, Glendale, Warson Woods, and Brentwood. We appreciate them. Follow us on Spotify as well as our social media, Facebook and Instagram. Nevertheless, listen, I am here. Shout out to everybody. I'm glad to, that y'all are enjoying it. Listen, we we got our girl, Miss 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 Michelle, my belle, Robinson. Um, definitely a wonderful uh, woman to be having in here. Listen, um, we're about to dig into some serious situations about some things that happened to her leading up to what she's doing now. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. So we, you know, if anybody knows, you know about the, um, it was all over the news. It happened out of nowhere in regards to um, what used to be Vatterock colleges. And what was interesting is, is that Miss Michelle was just so happened to be one of the ones that were there. And, um, I'm just gonna turn you loose. Let's go. How how what did you walk into? What happened? How did you how was that day for you? Well, the day started as a normal work day, mm-hmm. right? Normal day, interacting with students, planning for events, planning for programs, um, you know, meeting with students about grades. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, having um regular meetings with my faculty and um and then, you know, having a an announcement made that we were closing um in less than an hour <laughs> um was 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 not what we expected right yeah yeah so yeah we were we were uh breaking for our our midday break which usually started about two o'clock and and then I got a call from my boss that said hey I need you to come back in um I need to to meet with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about, I think I got back in the office about 2.30, maybe 2.45. And then it took us uh, till about 3 o'clock to gather all of the faculty and as many staff members as we possibly could uh, back on the campus because I was told I needed to get everyone back on campus because we needed to make an announcement. Right. And then, uh, so yeah, about 3.15, uh, we got as many people into one classroom as we could, and, and it was announced that uh, Vatterot was closing and that we had until 4 o'clock to get everything that we could and vacate the premises. Immediately. Immediately. Um, and there there weren't probably but about four or five students on campus, those students who just probably stayed behind yeah, for, yeah. for um, just you know, or, yeah, or, just working on assignments or, or whatever, but... Um, so we didn't even get a chance to communicate with our students. We didn't get a chance to call our students or, you know, prevent them from catching the bus for that two-hour bus ride yeah, or, yeah. or that uh, car ride or that Metrolink ride. We didn't get to communicate so with our students. So literally, when you, you're told to, to gather as many people as you can, faculty mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. they have an announcement mm-hmm. to make. Mm-hmm. And you all are told, Within that time frame, we're calling it 315, mm-hmm. that y'all basically got all of 45 minutes to 
do whatever. Pack your office up. Get as many things as you can. Because you're done. It's done. Today is it. And nobody and, and, and nobody had no time to think about nothing, no debates, no conversation, no nothing. It was just OV. Nope. Wow. All 22 campuses across the Midwest. Shut down. Four so o'clock. when when that happened, what what rolled through your mind? Where were you? Where were you at mentally with all of that? Because I mean, that's a lot to unload right then and there. Yeah, it, it was a lot, and um, you know, I wasn't thinking about myself at that time. I just thought about the students. Yeah. You know, because they were coming to school and they were trying to change their lives, um, despite what. Some people may think yeah. about proprietary education and about um, our community as a whole. Yeah. Those students were going to change their lives. Yeah. Some of them were on probation. They had an op- an opportunity to go back to school or end up incarcerated. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to change their lives. Um, you know, young moms, single dads. Yeah. You know, people who were who had illnesses and who was coming to school. People who you know, just had babies, people who were sick, but were coming to school. Had a zeal to come to school because had this a was like, yeah. Some students were graduating that next week. They were finishing oh, their programs my. and was due to graduate that next week. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got a chance to meet some of the students. I spoke uh, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I came and spoke twice in yeah, they were trying, man. Like they were trying. I mean, I know, I I knew some. I I did know. Um, I knew I knew some faculty as well as I knew a couple of, uh, mm-hmm. of students, you know, older, younger, whatever, that were going there that had had uh, interesting upbringings. You know, just life. You know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's nothing to. Everybody got a story. You know, what I'm saying. But th- that was, and yet, like you said, despite this, you know, despite what folks may have said in regards to that level or that type of education. My thing about it is this, is that if you found some type of joy in it, and if it gave you, like you said, it gave them a a desire to want to better themselves in some capacity, Mm -hmm. to have that stripped from them like that. Like I said, I knew people, and I remember when it hit the, it came out of nowhere. And I, like I said, I can only imagine you all were just, it was thrusted in. So by the time we got it on the news, it was like this. What? Like, so I can only imagine what you all sitting mm-hmm. there being brought into a room or whatever and have to hear this. And it's like, okay, yep, they're closing all 20 some odd colleges all across the uh, campuses across the Midwest. And you got until four o'clock to get out of here. And you're just sitting there like. Yeah. No severance, no insurance, no COBRA, no vacation pay that we worked hard for. Uh, nothing. And um, they, uh, the people who had, um, like, um, equipment mm-hmm. that they brought in for the students was given a later date that they could come and get it. Come and get it. But it took about two, I think two that months was, before they could do that. I think that was on the news, because I think they was talking about how there were people, certain faculty members that were being interviewed that were saying, I still have stuff that's there. Mm-hmm. And they have not responded as far as to when we could get in there. But what I, I want to say this to you, especially in hearing that, what I think is so powerful, and if our listeners are listening, the first thing she said, what, what was interesting to me was, is that she said, I wasn't even thinking about me. So before we go any further, mm-hmm. I want y'all to hear <laughs> the God in the situation is that, yes, no severance, no benefits, no health care, no, no vacation, blah, blah, blah. 
the first thing mm-hmm. that came that she thought about that this young lady thought about was I'm thinking about students. I'm thinking about parent, you know, single parents, fathers of mothers, people that are are doing work release programs. I'm thinking about people that this was in in what some what society would say was their last hope. Mm-hmm. She put herself to the side because she yeah. was like, "This, we'll we'll figure this out." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think to me, I want to say this to you: that is so admirable, mm-hmm. and that Absolutely. is the spirit that we should have. And we're going to jump back into some of that some more. Yeah, this is what Testimony Tuesday Radio is all about. Listen, listen. Cheryl Robinson is here. She's dropping nuggets of information. Y'all going to support her. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. Testimony Tuesday Radio. Praise your way. What's up, y'all? It's your boy TB2 with Testimony Tuesday Radio. Listen, anybody that's following and listening to us all over the world, you know we are very adamant about investing in the youth of today, not just tomorrow, of today. We believe in great causes. We believe in in supporting great missions. Well, I got a treat for y'all. All you parents out there, this right here is the opportunity of a lifetime. For your child, okay, you can allow them to be their own boss. That's right. Your child, the one that already bosses you around and think that they your parent, 
Yeah, you get the opportunity to allow them to be their own boss. At the Black Women Network, Missouri and Illinois chapters, they have this program. It's called the Kidpreneur Program. You have Entrepreneur, and now you got Kidpreneur Program, where they literally turn your babies into bosses every day from the ages of four to 21. They lay down a foundation of wealth, financial literacy, and most importantly, give them the tools and wisdom and keys that they need to help them become better bosses for tomorrow. So if you would like to give your child a great start, I strongly suggest you contact Tina at 314-489-9808. Classes are forming right now. So as you hear me talking, you should be dialing. All right. Kidpreneur Program, Black Women Network, Missouri, Illinois chapters go right now we back testimony tuesday radio listen we got michelle robinson here former former vata rock instructor what did you teach i was the academic dean honey did you hear what she said she was i tell people all the time i know dope people though <laughs> let me tell well listen i ain't i ain't well, hold on let hold on michelle ain't nobody ever well ain't nobody at testimony tuesday radio with sense ever questioned your connecting who you know and and that's just a testament to how the father has allowed you. Listen, likes kindred spirits in some way, shape, or form attract. What you you know? What is it? Birds of a feather flock mm-hmm. together. And so what we were talking about, yeah, as y'all heard, we were talking about the whole Vatterock situation. And I was talking about what was probably one of the most powerful points in what she said is that she did not wallow in what was going on with her. She had a heart and felt for the people, her students, the people that were on what seemed to be their last leg. This was a, 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 a sign of hope. And, you know, and here you go, you're, you're a dean. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you automatically have to have the, the student's concern mm-hmm. at the forefront of what you're doing. But I think what is so, and here we go again to the, to the, whole, to the whole thought of Testimony Tuesday Radio, is that this whole platform, radio, show, and all that was created with the mindset of other people. We we created that the Lord allowed us to create this platform to be able to give a voice to those that are not heard, not always seen. And to me, I, I would say that you are that to me, that's heroic. That's admirable for you to say, all right, well, God, I, I know I'm going to have to have a conversation with you a little bit later about uh, my situation. How are we going to make this happen? But God, can you do something because and what we were talking about was is that you know you have to have a heart for them because I, I I've never understood people that that look down on other folks. Y'all listen, we all just one paycheck away from being homeless. You are you are one word away from being the bum on the street with a with a cardboard box saying we'll work for food or whatever. And like you said, could have been at you could have been at McDonald's with one of your students. I was that student, and I think that that's why for me I took it really personal Mm -hmm. because I was that student. I was that single mom who had two kids at 19 who was on the bus who went to a proprietary education first before I went to traditional college. So for me, I poured everything into making sure those students who walked through the door, who said they wanted a chance, got a chance. Did you see yourself in some of them? All the time, every day. Mm -hmm. Cried with the students, fussed at the students, had those closed-door conversations hey, with hey, the Hey, 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 hey. You bring them in and be like this. This this one of them situations where turn these mics That's off. That's right. Close that door. Yeah. Because it's... And see, I've always... Those are the type... Because my wife is a teacher, and I what I love... And me and her have always had the conversation is that we don't see the teachers mm-hmm. that we saw. 
when we were coming up, the ones that would dig in you and would and and would 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 it's testimony Tuesday radio, so I ain't no cut. But they would, they would. But they, uh, the only reason that they did it is because the, they were given a keen discerning eye to where they'd be like, "This, listen, I see so much of me in you, or I see so much potential mm-hmm. in you," and they were invested in making sure that they, especially a black child, no, no shade to any race or whatever, but coming up, we're black, so we're African American, so we understand. Listen, some in some arenas. Strikes are thrown against us. Things are said about us. We have opinions that are made. And so it is always, to me, it is always important that we make it our business to build our children, adults, whatever, up with the things that are right. And if we see someone, and that's biblical, because if you see your brother, the Bible talks about that, you know, when God says, how can you say you love me, but you hate your brother? And then the other scripture that says, how can two men walk together except they be agreed? Meaning, how can you see I'm wrong? How can you know I'm out of order and not say anything? So my thing is, is that I think it because, like you said, you were that that student. Mm-hmm. You were that that single parent. You were you walked that 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 line. And, and I believe I believe everything happens for a reason. No such thing as coincidence. The Lord had you walk that line so that you could be in the position to when you see him, you'd be like this, baby, I already know. Come here. Come here, let me help you real quick. Cause see, you're bugging. And I'm, you can talk to them in an avenue to where sometimes people that are in their regular everyday life can't reach them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I know I know for a fact what God does is he'll have somebody that don't know you, has no connection to you, but can see you for what you are and be like this. Listen, you're out of order. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. So in, in saying all of that, after in the midst of all of that, how did you pick yourself up from that? Um, well, this to be, to be, to be honest, um, you know, I just, I prayed on it. Um, I knew I wanted to go into business for myself <laughs> and I was positioning myself, but you know, it was, it, this wasn't what I imagined. Mm-hmm. I never imagined doing manicures and having nail polish. Like it just wasn't. But I think that my healthcare background, the mm-hmm. education background, all was a catalyst to bring me full circle to help the community and say and educate. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in healthcare, I'm still in education, and I still get to have a conversation about healthier lifestyle choices and being proactive in our overall healthcare. Yeah. And I think all of that was just was, like I said, a catalyst to it. So the nail polish and the manicures just gives me an opportunity to have a conversation and to educate. It's like, it's like well, uh, I mean, my pastor said this to me because I seen him. He was like this. He said, singing gets you to the door. Mm-hmm. That gets you to the door. But what you what you have to say is what gets you in. And so the nail polish, which we, come on, come through. Yeah. Do what you need to do. But like you said, it sparks a conversation. It allows you to still operate in the field. And that's the thing, people, you know, even though it was an unfortunate thing that happened, it built you and prepared you mm-hmm. for what it was that you was going to do. Now, JP, listen. So, huh? what happened? This, listen, <laughs> the evangelist over here. Right. Because uh, that's it, evangelizing. The evangelist over here, we got on nail polish. We are still educating and she's educating on health. See, it ain't, see, y'all think it's just about your little cuticles and your nails exactly. and, and your French tips and all of that stuff. And y'all still, you know, going to uh, jade nails in there. See, I'm going to say still, something else. They still getting the French tips? 
Yeah, they still. Oh, they still get I'm the French. Look, I'm out the loop. I'm. Hey, no, listen, listen, listen. They still get the They get the French tips like it's new. They be getting the French tips like child. Look, I done got some French tips, and everybody else looking <laughs> like this. Yeah, that was cute. You know, in in '78. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's 2019. You know, now now you got to at least get you know two different colors. <laughs> you know, they getting beads, and I saw somebody had a feather. Yeah. On in, yeah. Listen, because you know they do the shows. So do you? Do you go to the shows? I don't. I don't I, because my focus is healthy nails. See, I like her. Um, and you can still have fun. Yeah. Right with healthy yeah. nails, you can still use the jewels and the crystals and all that and stuff. And the feathers. Don't forget and, the and feathers. The feathers. Don't forget the feathers. Um, but uh, but I haven't I haven't uh, really branched off into the shows yet. Um, I think that's my next endeavor. So I, I'm kind of stuck on the feather because as a woman, I'm thinking, how do you properly cleanse yourself with all that madness on you? So, so you know how just like how the women, they be having their eyelashes that meet you around they the corner? They just pop it off and put it on the dresser. Oh, that. That, was a little, that was a little rough, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm trying I wanna, to figure it out. You know, like, you know, it's a peacock. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's you know. So you know the NBC, NBC. and that's a business. I mean, some women. It is. That, that's a oh, business yeah, for them. Killing it. No, so. they are because because a lot of them coincide with the hair shows, mm-hmm. and you know because you have salons or whatever. Like they, especially the salons that have the barber, the beauty mm-hmm. salon, and the nails. And if they're one of them prominent ones, especially like you get to LA, California, all that because oh, they go yeah. like crazy. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of nails, hey, Miss L. No, uh, <laughs> we got to take a little break, pay these bills, you know what I'm saying? Because we got proud sponsors. Who won our sponsors, JP? BWN. Hey, y'all better We're going to sp- t- talk about them a little later, though. All right, well, we'll talk about them a little later. Testimony Tuesday Radio, praise your way. Yeah.
Make sure to check out Testimony Tuesday Radio on the Spotify and Anchor app. What's up? Welcome back to Testimony Tuesday Radio. I'm so glad we was on that break because if y'all knew what we was talking about, because you go from nails to tissue. And it wasn't right. It, it wasn't right. But God right. is a healer and a deliverer, and he brings us right back. So, JP, where we going? Where we going? So, we're going to let Michelle tell everybody how to find her. Yes. Talk about the services. Yes. And then we got we got some people... We have some outstanding events that we want to touch on. We do. But we're going to let Michelle give everybody the lowdown and how they can find her, get your appointments. Set get, them up now. Get some healthy nails. Yes. Absolutely. So um, I currently offer um, one of the most hygienic manicures and pedicures. They're waterless. I use a keratin-based mm. um, glove, a keratin-based boot. Keratin is what the nail plates are already made of. It's the protein that our nails are made of. Um, So it's waterless. So it's safe for diabetics. It's safe for people who have undergone radiation treatment. Anyone who just wants a healthier manicure, they can come and um, get one from me. They can schedule an appointment at www.organicsnbb.com. They can go on there and schedule an appointment um, and they can come to 305 Union Avenue at a Taste of Luxury Boutique, and they can receive a waterless manicure and pedicure. They also can purchase my seven free vegan-friendly nail polish collection, which includes everything you need for a, um, a healthy manicure, from your nail polishes to a soy-based nail polish remover that has no acetone, I have top coats, base coats, nail strengtheners, and deep nutrition for those of you who want to transition from acrylics and gels and dips and go into your natural nails. That deep nutrition will help transition um, your nails back to a healthy state, and they can find all of that as well on www.organicsnbb. My products are sold at a Golden Grocer Natural Food Store at 335 Euclid Avenue in the Central West End. They're sold at a Taste of Luxury Boutique at 305 Union Boulevard in the Central West End. And they're also sold at Purity Apothecary on Cherokee at 2122 Cherokee Street in St. Louis, Missouri. And they can also buy products online. Again, that is www.organicsnbb. Make sure you guys follow me on social media Social media outlets, um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Organics NBB. Now, see, now that's how you let folks know what what you got, when you got it, how you got it, and why you got it. That's that's how you do it. We didn't have to coach her on nothing. I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but we do have some stuff to talk about. Okay. Right? So, so what we got to talk about? First of all, shout out to... Uh, all our faithful listeners and live stream watchers, we we appreciate y'all. Like yeah. majorly, majorly, majorly. Yeah. It's we love uh, all every y'all. every time we look at the numbers, I'm I'm in awe. Uh, little cool. old me and TB two and DJ Radar. Are y'all really really listening to this gospel house mix? Dude, I'm telling y'all. Listen, if y'all ain't listening to it, Radar. Listen, that gospel house mix is something I have not heard, and God, no, I've never heard that. He took so much time and effort in putting into it. Y'all need to get up on there because that, that that joint is jumping. And yeah, we love all our listeners and followers all over the world because, it, like JP said, every time look, she sees the numbers and then she tells us the numbers, and every time she tells us the number, I send her back like an emoji and be like, "Really? What's happening?" 
know what I'm saying? But knowing something that we started five years ago that would branch off into this and to all different forms of media, you know, God has his way. And we let him have it. Absolutely. What else we got popping? So let's go through a couple of events we got live. Testimony Tuesday live, October 8th. Testimony Uh, Taco Tuesday. Yes. So we're doing Taco Tuesday Mm -hmm. for the live event of Mm -hmm. Testimony Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, So Testimony Tuesday, our tagline is praise your way. So we're going to switch up a little bit. We're going to have a brass band come through. And then I'm going to make people do a little bit of research. This young lady is from St. Louis, and she was listed on uh, President Obama's favorites list in 2018. And she's right here in in St. Louis, Louis. and she will be our featured guest at Testimony Tuesday. Google her. Do the research. uh, Grab (laughs) our music right, right now. Right, right now. Right now. Uh, Right now. Then um, we're heading to Memphis. We got Memphis for the Showtime Entertainment Presents Gospel Music Awards with uh, comedian Stefan Smith. Um, Testimony Tuesday Radio will be on hand for all of the awards weekend. We're one of the main uh, media outlets that will be there live streaming as well. I am performing and I'm nominated for four awards, so we'll see what happens. Um, What else? Is Uh, it Rochester next? after After that, yes, we have Rochester, New York, October the 25th. Your boy is performing live. Live in concert, band, and all that good stuff. Testimony Tuesday Radio is, in fact, the only media outlet that will be streaming from that show live. And then finally, we're ending off, at least my la- at least for right now, my last show of the year is in on November the 9th in Denver, Colorado. It's TV2 Live in Concert, and it's kind of laughter is good for the soul tour top part three, 2.0, if you will, with comedian Stefan Smith. And Testimony Tuesday Radio will be live streaming there. So, yes, yes. we popping. Follow us. Follow Radar on Instagram and wear him out. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Testimony Tuesday Radio. Come praise your way. Yeah. You're locked into nothing but the gospel hits. This is Testimony Tuesday Radio on 92.9 FM. Hey, you. Since you're staring at your phone right now, I need you to check out www.unheardmedia.biz. You're now tuned in to Testimony Tuesday Radio with JP, CEO, TB2, and DJ Radar, a.k.a. The Chosen One, on 92.9 FM. I shall not, shall not be moved. I shall not, shall not be moved. I shall not, shall not be moved.
Testimony Tuesday Radio with JP CEO, TB2, and DJ Radar, a.k.a. The Chosen One on 92.9 FM.